Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating 50 years of sharing God's unconditional love and grace. Welcome to the Gospel Truth broadcast. Welcome to a very special edition of the Gospel Truth. You are three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Healing is a part of the atonement of Christ. God wants you well. How can you doubt that you'll get it if you've already got it? You're already blessed. Everything that Jesus came to do, the power for it is released through the gospel, the good news, the nearly too good to be true news. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. As you can see, I'm not in my normal set today, and that's because we are in the process of moving from Colorado Springs up to our Karis Bible College campus in Woodland Park. And so the set is being redone, and as I've been for a number of weeks here, we are without a set. So we are in our lodge at the sanctuary in Woodland Park, and we're filming these programs. Last week, I started teaching on a series that I've entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? I actually have a book on this. This is a brand new teaching, first time I've ever taught this on television. And this is a quotation from Genesis chapter 2, verse 11, where Adam and Eve had sinned, and when they sinned, they ran from God, they sewed fig leaves together, they hid themselves, they were full of shame and fear, and the voice of the Lord came in the garden, and He asked where they were, and Adam says, I was afraid because I was, a, I was naked and I hid myself from you. And the Lord said, Who told you that you were naked? And the Lord spoke that exact phrase to me. I was actually asleep, and in my sleep, the Lord just spoke this to me and woke me up, and, I, and it made such an impression on me. I got to study in this. And what this basically is is a study of the conscience and how that our conscience functions. So let me go back and just recap a couple of the things that I've already established. When Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, I believe that that's when they either acquired a conscience, they got a conscience through eating that tree, or if they had a conscience, it was dormant. It was non-active, non-productive prior to this time. Personally, I believe that that's where they received a conscience. Before they sinned, they didn't need a conscience. A conscience is basically your ability to discern right and wrong, and then the conscience will also condemn you. Let me give you a scripture on this out of Romans chapter 2, and in verse 14, it says, For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. So this is a scriptural uh, basis for what a conscience does. It either accuses you, you could say it condemns you, makes you feel guilty, or it excuses you. It gives you excuses. You can, you can sear your conscience. You can deaden your conscience. You can pervert it. We've talked about all of these things last week. But your conscience is your, just your ability to know right and wrong. And here's one of the main things that I'm wanting to get across is that when the Lord said, Who told you that you were naked? Obviously, God didn't tell them they were naked. Because if He had, He wouldn't have asked this question, Who told you you were naked? And the devil didn't tell them that they were naked. Now, the devil is the one that deceived them into disobeying God. He participated, but he is not the one that administered this condemnation or this shame and guilt. You can see it because they immediately ran from God. 
INSTEAD OF IT BEING GOD OR THE DEVIL, MOST PEOPLE DON'T RECOGNIZE IT'S OUR OWN CONSCIENCE THAT IS OUR OWN WORST ENEMY, THAT WE CONDEMN OURSELVES. I ACTUALLY BELIEVE THAT SOMETIMES WE DO SUCH A GREAT JOB OF CONDEMNING OURSELVES AND MAKING OURSELVES FEEL SO UNWORTHY AND SO UNGODLY THAT I THINK THAT THE DEVIL SOMETIMES TAKES NOTES FROM US. I COULD JUST SEE HIM WRITING DOWN AND SAYING, MAN, I NEVER THOUGHT OF CONDEMNING PEOPLE OVER THIS, AND HE TAKES NOTES on, ON SOME OF THE THINGS THAT WE DO. NOW, THIS IS IMPORTANT BECAUSE IT SAYS IN ROMANS CHAPTER 8, VERSE 1, THERE IS THEREFORE NOW NO CONDEMNATION TO THEM WHO ARE IN CHRIST JESUS, WHO WALK NOT AFTER THE FLESH, BUT AFTER THE SPIRIT. AND FOR THOSE OF US WHO HAVE MADE JESUS OUR LORD, GOD IS NEVER CONDEMNING US. NOW, I COULD SPEND DAYS OR WEEKS EXPOUNDING ON THAT BECAUSE THIS IS NOT UNDERSTOOD AMONG THE AVERAGE CHRISTIAN. I WOULD SAY THAT THE AVERAGE CHURCH TODAY IS STILL PREACHING THE WRATH AND THE GUILT AND THE CONDEMNATION OF THE OLD COVENANT LAW. AND SO WHEN I SAY SOMETHING THAT GOD IS NOT CONDEMNING US, THERE'S JUST A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT CAN'T HANDLE THAT BECAUSE THAT'S CONTRARY TO WHAT THEY'VE BEEN TAUGHT, BUT THAT'S WHAT THE SCRIPTURE TEACHES. AND AS I SAID, I COULD SPEND A LOT OF TIME. I'VE ACTUALLY GOT MULTIPLE SERIES ON THIS. I'VE GOT A SERIES ENTITLED... Uh, uh, MAN, WHAT IS THE TITLE OF THAT? IT WAS TALKING ABOUT THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW. IT'S THE TRUE NATURE OF GOD. AND I WAS ESTABLISHING THAT THE TRUE NATURE OF GOD IS LOVE. UNDER THE OLD COVENANT, THE LAW WAS GIVEN FOR A BRIEF, TEMPORARY PERIOD OF TIME, BUT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, GOD IS NOW DEALING WITH THOSE WHO ACCEPT HIM THROUGH FORGIVENESS, AND HE IS NOT CONDEMNING US. SO ANYWAY, I could, LIKE I SAID, I COULD MINISTER ON THIS A LONG TIME, BUT THE POINT I'M WANTING TO GET ACROSS IS THAT WHEN ADAM AND EVE ate OF THE TREE OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOOD AND EVIL, THAT IS WHERE THEY EITHER ACQUIRED A CONSCIENCE OR HAD THEIR CONSCIENCE BE ACTIVATED AND COME ALIVE, AND THE IMMEDIATE RESULT OF IT WAS GUILT, CONDEMNATION, SHAME, FEAR. THEY RAN FROM GOD INSTEAD OF TO GOD. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT EVER SINCE ADAM AND EVE SINNED, EVERY SINGLE PERSON WHO HAS BEEN BORN SINCE THEN WAS BORN WITH A CONSCIENCE. AND OUR CONSCIENCE IS THE PART OF US THAT CONDEMNS US. NOW, I'M, I'm GOING TO GET TO THIS LATER, BUT LET ME JUST SAY IN ADVANCE THAT A NEW TESTAMENT BELIEVER, WHEN YOU GET BORN AGAIN, GOD NOW DEALS WITH YOU DIFFERENTLY, AND YOU ARE NOT UNDER THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW, AND YOU ARE NOT SUPPOSED TO RECEIVE THE GUILT, THE CONDEMNATION, AND ALL OF THESE THINGS THAT THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW PRODUCES. AND IT DOESN'T HAPPEN AUTOMATICALLY. YOU HAVE TO KNOW THESE TRUTHS. SO, so THIS IS THE REASON THAT I'M TEACHING ON THIS. BUT THERE STILL IS A PURPOSE FOR YOUR CONSCIENCE. YOU KNOW, uh, I, AGAIN, I'LL GET INTO THIS MORE IN DETAIL, BUT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 9, VERSE 14, ABOUT WE HAVE TO PURGE OUR CONSCIENCE FROM DEAD WORKS TO SERVE A LIVING GOD. HEBREWS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 22 SAYS WE HAVE TO COME BEFORE GOD WITH OUR BODIES WASHED WITH PURE WATER AND OUR CONSCIENCE SPRINKLE, OUR HEARTS SPRINKLE FROM AN EVIL CONSCIENCE. JUST BECAUSE YOU'RE BORN AGAIN, YOUR CONSCIENCE DOESN'T AUTOMATICALLY GET BORN AGAIN. IT'S YOUR SPIRIT THAT GETS BORN AGAIN. YOUR CONSCIENCE IS A PART OF YOUR SOULISH REALM, AND IT HAS TO BE RENEWED. IT HAS TO BE EDUCATED. IT HAS TO BE TAUGHT, AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT I'M TEACHING ON THESE THINGS. AND SAD TO SAY, MOST CHRISTIANS ARE ALLOWING THEIR CONSCIENCE TO CONDEMN THEM, MAKE THEM FEEL UNWORTHY, HAVE SHAME, GUILT. THEY RUN FROM GOD INSTEAD OF TO GOD, JUST THE SAME AS THEY WEREN'T 
AS IF THEY WEREN'T BORN AGAIN, AS IF THEY WERE STILL UNDER THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW, AND IT'S BECAUSE THEY HAVEN'T HEARD THE TRUTH. JOHN CHAPTER 8, VERSE 32, YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. AND IT'S ONLY THE TRUTH YOU KNOW THAT MAKES YOU FREE. SO YOU HAVE TO RENEW YOUR MIND. YOU HAVE TO PURGE YOUR CONSCIENCE. YOU HAVE TO um, CHANGE THE WAY THAT YOUR CONSCIENCE FUNCTIONS. NOW EVERYBODY HAS ONE. YOU CAN'T JUST SIT THERE AND SAY, WELL, I'M NOT GOING TO LET MY CONSCIENCE HAVE ANY uh, EFFECT ON ME FROM THIS TIME ON. NO, YOU CAN'T DO THAT. THERE'S OTHER SCRIPTURE. I'LL BE TALKING ABOUT THIS AGAIN, BUT IN 1 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 1, VERSE 19, IT SAYS THAT IF YOU PUT AWAY A GOOD CONSCIENCE, THAT YOU MAKE YOUR FAITH SHIPWRECKED. YOU KNOW, THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU ARE BORN AGAIN. YOU HAVE MADE JESUS YOUR LORD. IF YOU WERE TO DIE RIGHT NOW, YOU'D GO TO BE WITH THE LORD. YOU BELIEVE THAT GOD WANTS YOU WELL. YOU BELIEVE GOD WANTS TO BLESS YOU. YOU PRAY FOR HEALTH. YOU PRAY FOR PROSPERITY. YOU PRAY FOR BLESSING. BUT YOUR CONSCIENCE CONDEMNS YOU AND IT MAKES YOUR FAITH SHIPWRECK. FOR INSTANCE, YOU KNOW, THIS IS AN EXAMPLE THAT I'VE USED OFTEN, BUT I'VE SEEN MY SON RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN MY WIFE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN MULTIPLE PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND I KNOW THAT RIGHT NOW I'M ON TELEVISION. THIS TELEVISION PROGRAM GOES ALL AROUND THE WORLD. AND THERE ARE A LARGE NUMBER OF PEOPLE THAT WHEN I SAY SOMETHING LIKE THAT, YOU JUST SAY, THAT'S NOT TRUE. THIS DOES NOT HAPPEN TODAY. AND SO THERE ARE SOME PEOPLE THAT DISMISS IT. BUT THEN THERE'S OTHER PEOPLE WHO YOU BELIEVE THAT IF GOD IS GOD, HE CAN DO ANYTHING. AND PEOPLE WERE RAISED FROM THE DEAD IN THE BIBLE. JESUS SAID, THE WORKS THAT I DO SHALL YOU DO ALSO, AND GREATER WORKS THAN THESE SHALL YOU DO. AND SO YOU ACCEPT THAT. YOU BELIEVE IT CAN HAPPEN. AND IF WE WERE IN A SERVICE, AND IF SOMEBODY FELL OVER DEAD, AND I SAID, WELL, I'VE SEEN OTHER PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'M GOING TO PRAY, AND I BELIEVE GOD'S GOING TO RAISE THIS PERSON FROM THE DEAD. HOW MANY OF YOU BELIEVE? HOW MANY OF YOU WILL AGREE WITH ME? DID YOU KNOW MOST OF THE PEOPLE THAT COME TO MY MEETINGS, THEY'RE FANATICS, AND THEY WOULD IMMEDIATELY JUST JUMP IN AND AGREE WITH ME AND SAY, YES. BUT WHERE I COULD LOSE THE MAJORITY OF PEOPLE IS WHEN I SAY, ALL RIGHT, IF YOU BELIEVE IT, YOU COME PRAY FOR THEM. YOU SEE THEM RAISED FROM THE DEAD. NOW THINK ABOUT THIS. YOU DON'T DOUBT THAT GOD CAN DO IT. YOU DON'T DOUBT THAT HE'LL DO IT if, IF I PRAY. BUT WHEN I SAY YOU DO IT, ALL OF A SUDDEN, YOUR FAITH EVAPORATES. YOU ENTER INTO FEAR. YOU DON'T HAVE THE SAME CONFIDENCE. WHAT HAPPENED? DID GOD CHANGE? NO, YOU DON'T DOUBT THAT GOD CAN DO IT. YOU DON'T DOUBT THAT MAYBE GOD WOULD DO IT THROUGH ME. BUT SEE, YOUR OWN CONSCIENCE IS CONDEMNING YOU. MOST CHRISTIANS LIVE IN A CONSTANT STATE OF CONDEMNATION. THEY MAY NOT EVEN HAVE ANY SPECIFIC THING THAT HAS HAPPENED, BUT THEY HAVE JUST BEEN TAUGHT TO LIVE WITH A SIN CONSCIOUSNESS. THEY JUST CONSTANTLY GO AROUND SAYING THINGS LIKE, I'M AN OLD SINNER, SAVED BY GRACE, LORD, WE'RE SO UNWORTHY, AND ON AND ON. WELL, I WAS AN OLD SINNER, BUT I GOT SAVED BY GRACE, AND NOW I HAVE BECOME THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. BUT MOST PEOPLE DON'T FOCUS ON THEIR RIGHTEOUS POSITION IN CHRIST. INSTEAD, THEY ALLOW THIS CONSCIENCE who re THAT RELIGION HAS MADE uh, OVERACTIVE, CONDEMNED TO CONDEMN US, AND WE JUST LIVE WITH THIS STATE OF UNWORTHINESS. AND AS PAUL SAID IN, in uh, 1 TIMOTHY chapter 1, VERSE 19, THAT CONSCIENCE, BAD CONSCIENCE, MAKES OUR FAITH SHIPWRECK. YOU KNOW, WHEN A SHIP WRECKS, THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT IT NEVER GETS OUT OF PORT. 
YOU DON'T HAVE SHIPWRECKS IN PORT. THIS MEANS THAT THAT SHIP WAS MOVING. IT WAS GOING SOMEPLACE. IT JUST DIDN'T REACH ITS DESIRED END. AND THIS IS WHERE A LOT OF CHRISTIANS LIVE. THEY ARE BELIEVING GOD. THEY'RE TRUSTING GOD. MAYBE THEY'RE MOVING IN THE RIGHT DIRECTION, BUT THEY DON'T REACH THE DESIRED END. THEY DON'T SEE THE DESIRED GOAL COME TO PASS. AND MANY TIMES IT'S BECAUSE OUR CONSCIENCE IS CONDEMNING US. AND AGAIN, MOST PEOPLE, I DON'T THINK, UNDERSTAND THAT THE CONSCIENCE IS WHERE THIS COMES FROM. THEY JUST ASSUME THAT IT'S GOD THAT IS MAKING THEM FEEL UNWORTHY, THAT IT'S GOD. OF COURSE, YOU KNOW, they, THEY JUST FEEL LIKE THAT IT MUST BE GOD THAT SHOWED ME WHAT A SINNER I AM AND HOW BAD I'VE ACTED. NO, IT'S YOUR CONSCIENCE. NOW, LET ME GO BACK AND SAY SOME THINGS AGAIN THAT I BUILT ON, uh, I WANT TO BUILD ON THIS FROM LAST WEEK. BUT GOD DID NOT CREATE ADAM AND EVE WITH A CONSCIENCE. WHEN THEY ate OF THE TREE OF KNOWLEDGE OF GOOD AND EVIL IS WHEN THIS CONSCIENCE CAME. AND EVEN THOUGH THIS WASN'T GOD'S PERFECT WILL FOR US, HE NEVER WANTED US TO BE SITTING HERE AND CONSTANTLY EVALUATING OURSELVES AND DOING THESE THINGS. ADAM AND EVE, THERE WAS NO CONSCIENCE WITH THEM. THERE WAS NOTHING RIGHT OR WRONG. HE DIDN'T TELL THEM. THEY COULD HAVE DONE ANYTHING. THERE WAS NO RESTRICTIONS ON THEM EXCEPT ONE THING, AND THAT WAS DON'T EAT OF THIS TREE. AND SO HE DIDN'T WANT THEM TO LIVE WITH THIS CONSTANT SENSE OF UNWORTHINESS AND THINGS LIKE THAT. HE DIDN'T CREATE US THAT WAY. BUT I BELIEVE THAT THE REASON HE MADE THE TREE THAT HE TOLD THEM NOT TO EAT OF BEING THE TREE OF THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOOD AND EVIL, I BELIEVE THE REASON HE DID THAT, <coughs> EXCUSE ME, IS BECAUSE IF PEOPLE SINNED, THEN THEY NEEDED A CONSCIENCE. THEY NEEDED SOMETHING INTUITIVE ON THE INSIDE OF THEM THAT TOLD THEM THAT THIS IS RIGHT AND THIS IS WRONG. THEY NEEDED SOMETHING, EVEN THOUGH THIS WASN'T GOD'S BEST, THEY NEEDED CONDEMNATION TO LET THEM KNOW THAT THEY NEEDED A SAVIOR, THAT THE WAY THEY WERE LIVING WAS NOT APPROPRIATE. Uh, I USE THESE VERSES IN ROMANS CHAPTER 1. I WON'T GO BACK AND READ THEM, BUT ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSES 18 THROUGH 20 SHOWS THAT EVERY SINGLE PERSON THAT HAS EVER LIVED ON THIS EARTH HAS THIS INTUITIVE KNOWLEDGE OF RIGHT AND WRONG ON THE INSIDE OF THEM, and it, AND IT REVEALS GOD'S RIGHTEOUS WRATH AGAINST THEIR SIN SO THAT IT SAYS in, IN ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 20, THAT EVEN HIS ETERNAL POWER AND GODHEAD IS KNOWN. GOD DIDN'T WANT US TO KNOW THAT WE WERE SINNERS. HE DIDN'T WANT US TO BE LIVING UNDER CONDEMNATION ORIGINALLY. BUT ONCE WE SINNED, THERE IS A PURPOSE TO UNDERSTANDING THAT WE ARE UNGODLY. THAT'S NOT NECESSARILY PLEASANT. I DON'T KNOW THAT ANYBODY ENJOYS IT, BUT DID YOU KNOW THAT WE NEED TO KNOW THAT? THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT NEED TO FEEL ROTTEN OVER THE WAY THAT THEY LIVE. YOU KNOW, IF A PERSON CAN GO OUT AND COMMIT MURDER AND ADULTERY AND LIE AND STEAL AND DO ALL OF THESE THINGS AND HAVE NO CONSCIENCE ABOUT IT, THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS REPROBATE. THAT IS A BAD SITUATION. AND ONE OF THE REASONS THAT WE SEE THINGS HAPPENING IN OUR SOCIETY TODAY IS BECAUSE PEOPLE HAVE GOTTEN AWAY FROM GOD. THEY'VE GOTTEN AWAY FROM THE WORD OF GOD. THEY HAVE SKEWED THEIR CONSCIENCE. THEY HAVE SEARED THEIR CONSCIENCE. AND ONE OF THE REASONS WE SEE INCREASED VIOLENCE, PEOPLE GOING INTO SCHOOLS AND KILLING PEOPLE AND INTO MALLS AND DOING THINGS LIKE THIS IS BECAUSE THERE IS NO LONGER A FEAR OF GOD. THE CONSCIENCE HAS BEEN uh, MINIMALIZED, MARGINALIZED. YOU KNOW, IT SAYS OVER IN PSALMS CHAPTER 36, VERSE 1, IT SAYS, THE TRANSGRESSION OF THE WICKED SAYS WITHIN MY HEART THAT THERE IS NO FEAR OF GOD BEFORE HIS EYES. DID YOU KNOW A FEAR OF GOD? A FEAR, THIS IS NOT ONLY TALKING ABOUT TERROR, BUT IT'S TALKING ABOUT A REVERENCE FOR GOD, RECOGNIZING THAT WE ARE HELD ACCOUNTABLE 
THAT SOMEDAY WE'RE GOING TO STAND BEFORE GOD AND GIVE AN, ac uh, an ACCOUNT OF OUR ACTIONS, THAT ACTUALLY RESTRAINS EVEN PEOPLE WHO AREN'T BORN AGAIN. YOU KNOW, IN THE PAST, BECAUSE THE CHRISTIAN FAITH WAS THE FOUNDATION OF the uh, AMERICA, AND, uh, MAN, I COULD GIVE YOU MANY QUOTES. I MEAN MANY QUOTES BY ALL OF OUR FOUNDING FATHERS. Uh, JOHN ADAMS, THE VERY FIRST VICE PRESIDENT, THE SECOND PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES, SAYS THAT DEMOCRACY IS TOTALLY UNFIT FOR ANYBODY BUT A RELIGIOUS AND MORAL PEOPLE. THAT IF WE EVER QUIT OPERATING UNDER THE uh, GUIDANCE OF THE WORD OF GOD AND BECOME AN IMMORAL NATION, DEMOCRACY WILL DESTROY US. AND THERE WERE MANY OF OUR FOUNDING FATHERS THAT SAID THIS. AND SO EVEN PEOPLE WHO WEREN'T BORN AGAIN AND DIDN'T HAVE A PERSONAL RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, THEY HAD A KNOWLEDGE OF GOD. THEY HAD A FEAR OF GOD. THEY HAD A REVERENCE FOR GOD, AND IT RESTRAINED UNGODLINESS. AS WE HAVE BEEN SYSTEMATICALLY TAKING GOD OUT OF OUR NATION AND OUT OF OUR SCHOOLS AND OUT OF EVERYTHING, AND WE WANT, YOU KNOW, JUST RELIGION TO STAY IN THE CHURCH, BUT, MAN, YOU CANNOT SPEAK ABOUT THINGS. Uh, MAN, I COULD GIVE MANY EXAMPLES ON THIS. BUT AS WE DO ALL OF THIS, IT IS REMOVING THIS FEAR OF GOD FROM EVEN THE UNBELIEVERS, AND BECAUSE OF IT, THEY WILL GO IN AND KILL PEOPLE AND DO THINGS, AND THEN THEY'LL COMMIT SUICIDE THINKING THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THEY'VE ESCAPED ACCOUNTABILITY. THEY HAVEN'T ESCAPED A THING. ALL THEY'VE DONE IS USHER THEMSELVES INTO A CHRISTLESS ETERNITY, AND I GUARANTEE YOU THEY WILL BE PAYING FOR THOSE THINGS THROUGHOUT ALL ETERNITY. SEE, IF PEOPLE THOUGHT THE RIGHT WAY, IT WOULD AFFECT EVEN THE UNBELIEVERS. THERE IS STILL A PURPOSE FOR THE CONSCIENCE. Uh, PRIMARILY FOR THE UNBELIEVERS, UNDER THE NEW COVENANT, WE NOW HAVE, INSTEAD OF A LAW THAT IS CONDEMNING US AND SHOWING US, THOU SHALT NOT DO THIS, WE HAVE A uh, NEW LAW IS WHAT JESUS SAID IN JOHN CHAPTER 13. HE SAYS, A NEW COMMANDMENT GIVE I UNTO YOU THAT YOU LOVE AS I HAVE LOVED YOU. THAT'S EVEN BETTER THAN LOVING YOUR NEIGHBOR AS YOURSELF. THAT'S WHAT THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW SAID IN LEVITICUS CHAPTER 19, VERSE 18. YOU SHALL LOVE YOUR NEIGHBOR AS YOURSELF. BUT JESUS SAYS, I'VE GOT SOMETHING EVEN BETTER, A NEW COMMANDMENT THAT YOU LOVE OTHERS AS I HAVE LOVED YOU. JESUS LOVED US MORE THAN HE LOVED HIMSELF. HE LITERALLY SACRIFICED HIS LIFE AND GAVE EVERYTHING FOR US. SO THE NEW TESTAMENT BELIEVER HAS A NEW uh, LAW THAT THEY LIVE UNDER, AND IF WE WERE TO OPERATE UNDER THAT LAW AND LOVE OTHERS AS CHRIST HAS LOVED US, YOU WOULDN'T NEED ANY OTHER LAWS BECAUSE THE KEEPING OF LOVE, LOVING PEOPLE THE WAY THAT CHRIST LOVED US, IS THE FULFILLING OF THE LAW. ROMANS CHAPTER 13, JAMES CHAPTER 2, AND OTHER PLACES MAKE THAT EXACT SAME POINT. BUT FOR THE PEOPLE WHO DON'T KNOW THE LORD, AND DON'T HAVE THIS LOVE OF GOD WORKING IN THEM, YOU DO NEED THE LAW. YOU DO NEED TEN COMMANDMENTS. YOU DO NEED A STANDARD OF RIGHT AND WRONG. AND, YOU KNOW, I'M DRAWING TO A CLOSE ON TODAY'S PROGRAM. I'M NOT GOING TO HAVE TIME TO GO INTO DEPTH ON THIS. I'LL CONTINUE THIS ON OUR PROGRAM TOMORROW. BUT THIS IS THE REASON THAT THE LAW WAS GIVEN. THERE IS STILL A PURPOSE FOR THE LAW. IN 1 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 1, IT SAYS THAT THE LAW IS GOOD IF A MAN USE IT LAWFULLY, KNOWING THIS, THAT THE LAW IS NOT MADE FOR A RIGHTEOUS MAN. WHO'S A RIGHTEOUS MAN? A PERSON WHO'S BEEN BORN AGAIN. WHEN WE GET BORN AGAIN, WE BECOME THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. THE LAW ISN'T FOR THE BORN AGAIN BELIEVER WHO IS OPERATING UNDER THE NEW LAW, THE NEW COMMAND OF JESUS TO LOVE AS HE HAS LOVED US. BUT THERE STILL IS A PURPOSE OF THE LAW FOR THE UNBELIEVER. IT'S MADE FOR THOSE WHO DON'T KNOW THE LORD. HERE IN ROMANS CHAPTER 10, 
I'M BREAKING RIGHT INTO THE MIDDLE OF THIS, BUT IT TALKS ABOUT IN VERSE 4, IT SAYS, FOR CHRIST IS THE END OF THE LAW FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS TO EVERYONE THAT BELIEVETH. I'VE HEARD PEOPLE TAKE THIS VERSE BEFORE WHO UNDERSTOOD THAT UNDER THE NEW COVENANT WE NOW HAVE GRACE AND GOD IS NOT IMPUTING OUR SINS UNTO US, AND THEY JUST SAY THAT THE LAW HAS ENDED, THAT THERE IS NO SUCH THING AS THE LAW. THE OLD TESTAMENT LAW IS USELESS, IT IS POWERLESS, IT HAS NO PURPOSE TODAY. THAT'S NOT WHAT THIS SAYS. IT SAYS CHRIST IS THE END OF THE LAW FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS. ANY PERSON WHO IS TRYING TO BECOME RIGHTEOUS IN RIGHT STANDING WITH GOD THROUGH KEEPING COMMANDMENTS, THAT'S OVER. ACTUALLY, I'M GOING TO EXPLAIN THIS MORE THIS WEEK. THIS IS WHAT I'M GOING TO BE FOCUSING ON, THAT THE LAW WAS MISUNDERSTOOD. PEOPLE THOUGHT GOD GAVE ALL OF THESE COMMANDS SO THAT BY KEEPING THESE COMMANDS, WE COULD EARN RIGHT STANDING, RIGHTEOUSNESS WITH GOD. THAT WAS WRONG. THE LAW WASN'T GIVEN SO THAT BY KEEPING IT, YOU COULD EARN RELATIONSHIP. IT WAS GIVEN TO SHOW YOU HOW INCAPABLE OF EVER LIVING UP TO GOD'S PERFECT HOLY STANDARDS YOU COULD BE, AND IT WAS TO MAKE YOU DESPAIR OF SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS AND JUST THROW YOURSELF ON THE MERCY OF GOD. NOW, THAT IS A HUGE STATEMENT I MADE RIGHT THERE, AND I'M GOING TO SPEND SOME TIME THIS WEEK EXPLAINING THAT IN MORE DETAIL. BUT THE LAW WAS NEVER GIVEN FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS, BUT IT WAS GIVEN TO SHOW YOU HOW INCAPABLE OF SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS YOU EVER WERE, AND IT WOULD MAKE YOU THRUST YOURSELF UPON GOD. AND THE LAW STILL HAS A PURPOSE FOR THAT. THE LAW STILL HAS A PURPOSE TO SHOW PEOPLE THAT HERE IS GOD'S HOLY STANDARD. THIS IS HOW HOLY GOD IS. YOU KNOW, 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10, I BELIEVE IT'S VERSE 12, SAYS, BUT THEY COMPARING THEMSELVES AMONG THEMSELVES AND MEASURING THEMSELVES BY THEMSELVES ARE NOT WISE. IT IS FOOLISH, IT'S WRONG FOR YOU TO SIT THERE AND COMPARE YOURSELF WITH OTHER PEOPLE, AND BECAUSE THIS PERSON GOT BY WITH SOMETHING, YOU THINK, WELL, that YOU'RE GOING TO GET BY WITH IT. THAT'S WRONG. THE BIBLE SAYS IN ROMANS 3.23 THAT ALL HAVE SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD. THE STANDARD THAT GOD USES IS HIS GLORY, WHICH IS JESUS. ALL OF US HAVE COME SHORT OF JESUS, COME SHORT OF THE HOLINESS OF JESUS, AND THAT'S WHAT WE'RE GOING TO BE MEASURED BY. AND THE LAW WAS GIVEN TO AMPLIFY OUR SINS AND TO SHOW US OUR UNWORTHINESS, AND THERE IS STILL A PURPOSE FOR THAT. SPECIFICALLY FOR THE NON-BELIEVER, THEY NEED TO RECOGNIZE GOD DOESN'T GRADE ON A CURVE. GOD ISN'T GOING TO JUST... YOU KNOW, HE'S GOT A QUOTA TO MEET. HE'S GOT TO SAVE SOMEBODY, AND SO HE'S GOING TO TAKE THE TOP 10%. EVEN IF THEY ARE UNGODLY, WELL, THEY'RE BETTER THAN EVERYBODY ELSE, AND GOD WILL ACCEPT THEM. NO, THAT'S NOT HOW IT WORKS. AND THE LAW AMPLIFIES OUR SIN AND SHOWS US THESE THINGS, AND IT MAKES OUR CONSCIENCE COME ALIVE. AS I'VE MADE REFERENCE TO, YOU CAN SKEW YOUR CONSCIENCE. YOU CAN GET TO WHERE YOUR CONSCIENCE ISN'T GIVING A PROPER STANDARD OF RIGHT AND WRONG BECAUSE OF MANY THINGS, AND THE LAW WILL BRING IT BACK TO PLUM. IT WILL BRING IT BACK TO WHERE IT FUNCTIONS CORRECTLY, AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT GOD GAVE THE LAW. SO I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT THIS MORE, BUT THE WHOLE PURPOSE OF THIS IS TO SHOW YOU THAT MANY TIMES WE ARE CONDEMNING OURSELVES AND WE THINK IT'S THE DEVIL CONDEMNING US, OR SOMETIMES THROUGH RELIGION WE THINK GOD IS THE ONE WHO'S MADE US FEEL SO UNWORTHY. GOD IS NOT THE ONE WHO'S CONDEMNING US. IT'S OUR CONSCIENCE. SO THIS QUESTION BY THE LORD, WHO TOLD YOU THAT YOU WERE NAKED? THIS IS STILL VALID TODAY. AND I TELL YOU, IT'S NOT GOD AND IT'S NOT EVEN THE DEVIL. IT'S OUR OWN CONSCIENCE. WE HAVE TO PURGE OUR CONSCIENCE FROM DEAD WORKS TO SERVE A LIVING GOD.
SO I'M GOING TO GO INTO MORE DETAIL ON THIS THE REST OF THIS WEEK. I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER. WE NOT ONLY HAVE THIS BRAND NEW BOOK, THE VERY FIRST TIME I'VE EVER OFFERED IT, BUT I ALSO HAVE DVDs THAT WERE TAKEN FROM OUR TELEVISION PROGRAM, AND THEN WE ALSO HAVE A SET OF CD'S THAT WERE TAKEN FROM A LIVE TEACHING. AND I TELL YOU, THIS WILL HELP YOU. IF YOU DON'T KNOW WHERE THIS SENSE OF GUILT AND CONDEMNATION IS COMING FROM, YOU'LL NEVER EFFECTIVELY DEAL WITH IT. SO LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU THIS INFORMATION, AND PLEASE CALL OUR RIGHT TODAY TO RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS. WE HOPE YOU ENJOYED THIS EDITION OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. ANDREW WOULD LIKE TO EXTEND A SPECIAL THANK YOU TO THE GRACE PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES. YOUR GIFTS MAKE IT POSSIBLE FOR US TO BROADCAST THIS MESSAGE CONSISTENTLY ALL AROUND THE WORLD. Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry materials into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. Let me mention once again that I've got a brand new book entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? This is actually a study in the conscience. It wasn't God that told Adam he was naked. It wasn't the devil. It was his conscience, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I not only have the book, but I have CDs, and I also have DVDs that were taken from our television program. And I tell you, this teaching would really, really help you to have a confidence and an assurance and a boldness with God. So listen to our announcer as he gives you information how you can receive this product. Andrew's teaching titled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? is available in a four-part CD album or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching in book form. The teaching highlighted in today's series is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at awmi.net. To write us, use the address on your screen. Sometimes a gift. Once upon a time, many years ago, in the ancient land of Persia, can change your life forever.
Andrew would like to offer you the Heart of Christmas DVD for just $25. Order your copy today at awmi.net. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I just would like to encourage you to help us get the gospel out through social media. By joining us on Facebook, you will receive exclusive content, like Andrew's weekly Tuesday Night Live Bible study, teachings, live streams, and Q&A sessions with Andrew. And we've sent out over 42,000 ministry responses to people who have contacted us through social media. And we would just like to see this increase. So we would like to see you like our Facebook page to share it with other people and you be a minister of the gospel by sharing this with someone else. 